Welcome to the fourth bridges. These three magnificent structures we see here are all feats of modern civil engineering. I will walk you through the history, the engineering, and fun facts behind each bridge. During the middle of the 19th century, the development of railway networks was accelerating and ferry services across the river were relatively slow and unproductive. There was a need to build a bridge to deliver goods and move people efficiently via trains between the Lothian and Fife over the Firth of Forth estuary. This will help boost the local economy. Thus, the Fourth Rail Bridge was born in 1890 after it took seven years to build and claimed 73 lives. Health and safety, sadly, wasn't really developed back then. The Fourth Rail Bridge is an exceptional example of Victorian engineering and was a pioneering build at its time. It was the first major structure in the UK to be made from steel. 53,000 tons of steel, which is 53 million kilos, were used to construct this bridge. In the mid 20th century, the development of cars and vehicles were booming and there was a cultural demand for car transport between Lothian and Fife counties. The only way to cross directly in a vehicle was via ferry service, which was slow and limited in terms of occupancies. The second bridge, called the Fourth Road Bridge, was opened in 1964, following the demand, and it was first of its kind in the UK and the world's longest suspension bridge outside the US. Its length made it susceptible to strong winds. So engineers built three longitudinal air gaps on the roads. This meant that the forward and opposing roads on the bridge were separated by a gap instead of one solid bridge with two roads. This helped reduce wind forces against the structure and improves aerodynamic stability. However, its condition started to deteriorate due to unexpected heavy use and corrosion. Thus, this led to plans for a third bridge, the Queen's Ferry Crossing. It is to be built mainly for vehicle use. The Queen's Ferry Crossing spans 1.7 miles and uses a different type of support cabling design called cable stayed. You can observe this when you compare the shape of its cabling against the fourth road bridge. The pros of this cable stayed design is that the bridge is fairly well balanced, cheaper and time-saving to construct. It also lasts longer due to the excellent structural capability. So how do engineers start building a bridge? First, bridge piers need to be built. What are bridge piers? So they are basically the legs of a bridge that extend into the water that supports the bridge superstructure. Engineers use a caisson to build piers. A caisson is a structure that looks like a hollow box or a cylinder. Each one is lowered into the riverbed to some desired depth and water is then pumped out. 
This allows a dry environment for construction work to build the legs of the bridge. Alternatively, the caisson is filled with concrete and thus becomes an integral part of the permanent structure. Once these legs are built, the construction of the steel bridge and towers start. When the piers of the Queen's Ferry crossing were built using caissons in 2013, a new world record was achieved for the largest continuous underwater concrete pour. This 24-hour non-stop operation successfully poured roughly 17,000 cubic meters of concrete in the South Tower Caisson. This translates to approximately 17 million liters of concrete being poured into one single caisson. That's a lot of concrete right there. They will have generated so much heat. Also, over 23,000 miles of cabling have been used on the Queen's Ferry Crossing Bridge. This is very close to the circumference of the Earth at the equator, which is roughly 25,000 miles. These numbers of engineering marvels and human determination and creativity don't wow you. I don't know what will. I actually got to cycle across Fourth Road Bridge on a beautiful sunny day, and I highly recommend you to do so as the views were stunning.